Hey everybody, it's good to see you all again. This segment is just to kind of let you guys know what is going on in this episode. So in this episode, there is a situation um, towards the end or anywhere in this episode, there is a blank. That means there's no sound coming in the episode. And you might think that is your fault. That is my fault. You can blame me, say it was my fault because that is editing problem and that's because of recording and the recording platform that I use. If that happens to be in the in the episode, if that's in it, um, what you need to do is to just disregard it. Don't worry about it. Consider it like an ad break. Consider it like a break. Consider it like we're taking a five-minute break. Consider it like that. So no freaking out. No need to worry. Make sure you guys enjoy the episode. Enjoy what's in it. And y'all have a good one. And enjoy this one. Really enjoy it and have fun. And please disregard the blanks in there because other than breaks. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. And thank you guys for understanding and for your cooperation. six more months of school and then I'll be on the straight and narrow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but that's great. That's great. You're almost done. You're almost done with school. Congrats. That's exciting. Thank you. Thank you. You're almost there. And another congrats because early Revolution, who you you know Revolution, during the Wolfpack Discord server, and you know him. Like, you guys are friends. Um... What's exciting is that you're going to be on the uh, next project called Headspace, um, which is very, very exciting. Congratulations. That's a, that's, that's a huge Thank you. revolution. Wow. Yeah. Um, the, let's see. Axel, he said, was his 10th. So this will be his 11th. Uh, I, don't, I don't think he's released a single at all in between. But... Um, but yeah, we're, I was actually just talking to him about uh, if he had any plans or uh, what he wanted to do for the album. Uh, and yes, we have been friends for a very long time. We <laughs> we have been 
friends for I think just about a decade coming up this summer. So, yeah, it's crazy, crazy. That is crazy. A whole decade. Wow. Like, yeah. how did that friendship come come to be? <laughs> okay, so I was in high school, middle school, and uh, we both had Instagram, and I was following Dead Mouse at the time. And uh, by the way, I don't have Instagram anymore. I I try to have as little social media presence as possible because it's so toxic. But um, there was a post on there that had uh, he had a bunch of his um, what was it? I think it was a group of pictures, and there was a bunch of synths that he had, like a bunch of. Uh, keyboards, and then he was showing that he was working on a new project or whatever. Talking about Dead Mouse, by the way. Um, and I saw a VST that I used a lot back then. Um, VST is a virtual synth that you use within uh, your DAW, your digital audio workstation. And uh, yeah, I I made a comment. I was like, hey, is that Citrus? And then uh, Revolution, I guess he found that comment, which back then he went by DJ Greg Meister, and <laughs> I went by Frozenberry. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, he found that comment, and we had a little back and forth for a little while, and then we took it to DMs, and then that's it. Uh, it's, the rest is history. Um, it's kind of interesting. So, I guess, Dead Mouse, if for any reason you ever hear this podcast, thank you for <laughs> connecting me with one of the best friends I could ever have in the world. Aw, oh, that is so sweet. And so ironic, because I just have Revolution. I don't know if you watched the interview I did with him. It's so ironic, because I just had him here, and now you're here, so it's like, it's a full circle. Yeah, I, I actually, that was the whole reason why I wanted to come on here, was because of his, uh, his podcast, and then I listened to a couple other ones. Uh, I don't remember who all else it was. But I know I, I listened to a couple else while, while I was at work uh, to help make the time pass by. But, uh, but yeah, I, you got some great podcasts going on over here. Oh, thank you. Oh, shucks. <laughs> You're welcome. But it's also extraordinary how you two knew each other. Like, and, it's, and you must have made an off... Do you make an off-brand version of Dead Mouse? Because... I know your name's Dead Rabbit, so is that like an awesome version, or did that name come from something else? So it comes from a few things. Um, first off, uh, when my wife and I first got together, uh, she was telling me a story about from her childhood how she had these three rabbits. And uh, I don't remember the exact story, but in the end, they all passed away. And while she's telling the story, she slaps her knee and she goes, That's it! <laughs> what? 
that that should be your stage name for your music. Because at the time I was going by what my biological name would have been, Matthew Hall. And uh, I thought about it for a little while, and I came up with a logo. Uh, first, I came up with the Dead Rabbit logo before I came up with the, uh, the blue and black one that you see now. But, uh, but yeah, I thought about it for a little while, and then I made a few connections. Um, so first off, that whole story, since she's a huge part of my life, I owe her credit to it. Um, and then Dead Mouse, Dead Rabbit, he was a big influ influence on my, uh, my music that I made when I was going under Frozenberry. Um, and, and also Deceased Animal, that kind of, <laughs> uh, <laughs> mantra, I guess. Um. And then where the spelling of dead, how it's just D-E-D, -E -D, uh, that comes from a metal band that I like to listen to who is dead. So <laughs> I owe a little bit of credit to them. Um, and part of that is also part of that is also because I um, I get a lot of my current influence from metal music. That's part of where more of the heavy stuff comes from. Um, and I've been delving deep into odd music theory, and it's all because of the metal scene and how they they love to play with different modes, and they they like to do weird stuff, and I like to do weird stuff. Uh, and then the last one, which is kind of weird, um, I'm a huge fan of Bugs Bunny, so. I'm hunting for wabbits. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know, just the whole dead rabbit theme. Yeah, it it comes from a whole bunch of stuff. But yeah, I would have never have guessed it. Wow. I would have. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it <laughs> it comes from everywhere. No kidding, it really did come from everywhere. God dang, wow. <laughs> I mean, even that, even that story took uh, place is like, what the, like, like I, like, I was surprised for, like, a little bit, I was very surprised. <laughs> yeah. Like, my first initial thought was, like, that you hated, like, bunnies, I thought you hated rabbits, or I thought you were, like, a bounty hunter, and I was, and, I think it was. <laughs> I I'll tell you what, I've never gotten that one before, so... I'll give you props for that. Really? <laughs> yeah, I've never gotten... I thought you were a bounty hunter. Never, never had that. But I love that. That's awesome. Uh, it, I know it was kind of weird, but that was like <laughs> my first thought, because you put Dan in front of your first name, so I was like, I thought you were like a... Like Billy Eilish, I thought you were like kind of going to be like a dark artist, you know, because the word dead and... <laughs> no. I mean, fair, fair. I okay. I see the connection now. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. But hey, um, and you're doing everything. You're doing this interview the same time as Drop. Like, you're a husband. You're a musician. You're doing um, you're a producer and 
doing it, doing it all. How is, like, how can you do that? Even, like, Miss Edith, which I was like, that probably is your job, actually, working with me, doesn't it? Yeah, so, um, I'm actually going to school for, uh, the degree that I will be getting is tool and die. I'll be a tool maker slash die maker. So, primarily I'll be working with metal and molding plastics and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, uh, my dad is actually, he's an instructor. And I've been around it my entire life, uh, around the machines and everything. So I figured, hey, you know what? Why not just go for it? But, uh, but yeah, right now I'm, I'm grinding some metal down. I'm getting it down to size. So if you hear buzzing, that's what it is. Ah, <laughs> oh, that explains so much. Yeah. Um, I don't know, finding a good balance, um, then the tire can roll freely and it won't have any bumps, it won't have any bruises. But if you have certain things in your life that have higher priority and those spokes are farther apart, then it's not going to ride as smoothly. You're going to have some parts that dip hard. You're going to have some parts that are really smooth. So it's all about finding balance. And... I'll tell you what, it's difficult. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to lie, I, I had a little bit of a breakdown last night, but um, I'm fine, don't worry. I, I'll be fine. I've got six months left to go, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it just... Music has to take a little bit of a back burner. Uh, it has to sit back a little bit until I get uh, my degree, and I work on the weekends, so once I graduate, I'm going to have the entire week to be with my kids, with my wife, work on music, do whatever I need to do. Um, but yeah, it, it's all about just balance. Um. Finding some sort of equilibrium. Right, absolutely, absolutely. And it's very extraordinary how you're able to, you know, build a good balance, because God, I've seen people do it, and they don't succeed at all. Trust me, like I've seen a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But it's amazing that you're doing it, and you find that balance, and you're still able to take care of everything, even, like, school, like, that's something different. Like, people 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're you're not lying. Um very math heavy, uh very technology heavy, very um not necessarily dirty, but you're working with your hands a lot. Some people don't like doing that. It's kind of interesting because I don't like to do computer work, yet I am a producer. I don't understand how that makes any sense, but <laughs> <laughs> I guess it does somehow. Well, I, I see the both sides with it too, because um, I'm working on a very similar degree computer science um, in school, so... I think there's between producing off computers. Producing adds a little um, bit of fun into it's almost like computer science, but it's like more fun exciting. Computer science is just straight up learning about the computer and the techniques and the um, the methods about computers. Um, producing it's actually a more fun version of computers because. It's, a, it's incorporating music. Computer science doesn't allow music, so you got that difference to count to. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, you said it. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, one hundred percent. And aside from all what you're doing, you actually have a couple other exciting. Um, things coming your way. First thing, everybody, I want to um, do this big announcement. Um, he has a brand new single coming out February 1st called The Word of Sky and congratulations, I'm so happy for you. That's very exciting. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. Um, it, was, it was a very interesting project, I must say. Um, I I had a lot of fun working on it. I can tell, I can tell. I listened, well, I'm not going to say I listened, excuse me, I did not listen to it, but um, I listened to some of your past stuff, and I started to kind of formulate a couple thoughts about this single, and if it's anything like your password, I know it's going to be good. <laughs> uh, it's actually a little bit different. Um... Where the Skies End is a glitch hop song. Um, I came up, I came up with this chord progression, um, and I brought it to a couple of friends, and I was like, I love this, but I have no idea where to go with it. And uh, one of them said, Why don't you do a glitch hop song? And I was like, Okay. And I immediately knew exactly what I needed to do. <laughs> Um, and what I heard is what came out, so I, I'm pretty happy with that. Um, very happy, um, very happy. Uh, if there's anybody who's listening who understands uh, a little bit of advanced music theory, um, the intro and the intermission are both in an adjusted Ionian. Uh, which is just the major scale, but it has a flat seven in it. And then 
the rest of the song is all in Mixolydian, um, which, for those of you who don't know uh, heavy music theory, Mixolydian is like every 80s rock band, just the happy, energetic, but still has a little bit of edginess to it, you know? I um, uh, Kickstart My Heart by uh, Motley Crue. That song is in Mixolydian. Um, so if you think about that chord progression, uh, how it's happy but heavy but a little edgy, it, that's exactly what where the sky's end is. Wow, that's that's you're going in deep with that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sometime last year, I. Uh, I came across the modes. I've been making music for the past 14 years. I took 11 years of piano lessons. And um, last year was the heaviest music theory learning experience that I could have ever had. Um, I just, something came across on my YouTube channel and it looked interesting so i watched it and it blew my mind so then i dug deeper and then i had to try it so uh, if using modes sounds interesting to you producers who may be listening do it because it's fun it makes you think of music in a different way you're not so stuck with using major and minor you know you can you can make your song sound a little bit different, a little more exciting. You know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. And it's first of all, it's crazy. I've not heard anything like that. Like, like, I'm serious. Like, what your single is like, I've never heard anything like it. I've done over hundred interviews, and what you just said, what what the what the vibe of your new song will be. That's the first time for me. Like I've never, uh, like I've never heard anything like it. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, of course. You're over extraordinary now. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, I, I really, I really hope it. I hope that people like it as much as you say you do. <laughs> I'm not just saying, like, I'm not just saying. I know. I know. I'm just saying, like, for for everybody else, right, right. I, I really hope that everyone else enjoys as much as you do. I really will. I mean, you being here is going to give you a nice boost, and your talent's going to give a nice boost as well, so it's not like, it's really, it's, it's not like people are just going to ignore it, like, you know, you'll like you're gonna get plenty of listens by the time by the time it comes out, by the time this comes out, you'll have plenty of listens by now. Oh. I hope so. And thank you. It um Of course. It It's been a while since I've been able to talk about my music like this, so it it's kinda refreshing for me. Oh, so you must have done other interviews, haven't you? I've done... I've done one other interview before. That must have been like years ago if you talk about a little while. 
Yeah, it was it was a little while ago. It was. Uh, well, I'm glad you're having a good time because also I wanted to say another. You actually have um, a couple other songs coming. Um, which thanks for elaborating me. Um, it's uh, by the way, you did clarify that's called Aruz Nova. I know people. I can see why they call oh. Arise Nova, but it's Aruz Nova. It's Ars Nova. It's a it's a Latin term for uh, for new art. Um, I've been I'm still working on the songs for that one, but but yeah. Ah, oh. damn! I need to get yeah. that. But along with that song, you also have a song called "The Willow Tree," which would be um, on your album "Dead Inside." With congratulations, and so. Like that that's big releasing an album Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um Dead Inside is my second album that I have released to the public and it is miles better than my first. <laughs> oh really? How so? Oh my first album it was more of a um, let's just get my name out there. Uh, let's take some of the best ones that I've made so far and put them into a compilation and we'll see what happens. Um, uh, so when you are working, yeah, when, when you've been doing something for so long, you're still learning. You know what I mean? Like, even though that I've been making music for the past 14 years, that doesn't mean that I don't have space to grow. So, I don't know. Uh, something a couple of years ago clicked. And, uh, I don't know. When I started working on the tracks for Dead Inside, everything just felt better. But Chaos, that was my first album. Um, it was more or less just, hey, let's see what happens. Oh, so your first album was kind of like not as focused and not as, you know, serious as this one is. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. It was a different time. Um, it was a different time in my life. Um, not to say that I'm not serious about my music, but um, I was a little more apprehensive than I should have been. Um, it was... I wasn't sure about where the album would go, where it would take me. Um, not to say that some of the songs on there... Uh, not to say that the songs on there are bad. It's just... I don't think that they're as good as the ones on Dead Inside. So it's an objective perception is all and to be honest you are not wrong you're not wrong and you must have you must have been like young younger at the time so um i totally don't blame you like the second album's always like an upper to the first one because because you're right you're always learning i mean you can't call yourself a master something if you haven't learned like everything um like you're always learning so I'm glad this album, this next album is working out for you, and 
theorem curving, that's, that's really good. Well, thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah, of course, I mean, I even love musicians that are open to improvement. Some people just don't want to grow, some others just refuse to take any, like, feedback. If you actually are okay with, yeah. you know, improving yourself. That's something that people don't, you know, they don't do, and they don't do it enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Like, I don't know, have you ever seen those kind of people that won't take feedback? I don't know. You work at a job, so you probably have seen that. Have I seen People what? can't take feedback. People who can't take feedback, yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. There's there's a lot of a lot of people like that. Um, yeah, I've I've actually met a few people on some other Discord servers where they post something up for feedback, and they're like, "Hey, what do you think of this?" And then I give honest feedback, and they're like, "I don't like that." My brother's yeah. like that. <laughs> um. He, uh, yeah, yeah, um, I don't, I don't know why, but, uh, I quit, I quit giving him feedback because he, I don't know, he, he has this idea that, um, He has this idea that he needs help, but the help that he receives is not the help he wants. So it's like he's asking for something that he may or may not get, and if he doesn't get it, then he throws a fit. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, he is he is 16. So if that makes any sense, <laughs> I, I'm drawing a blank with that one. No, seriously, that's that's me drawing a blank. Like, that's <laughs> yeah, all right. I love him. He's lovable, but people do that too. I sh I should have mentioned that in the beginning. People actually, I've seen them blow up every time. Like even when I would rate their songs on, and rate their songs, or I would tell them like rate their writing and. Sometimes I'd even go far, and, I'm, and they would blow up in my face, like, like, F you, bye-bye, I don't want to see you again. I'm like, what? I just gave you feedback. What are you talking about? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, no. Some, like, 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 that was unfair. You can't just blow up in someone's face just because you're the one that asked for feedback. You should be prepared for... You know, feedback that hurts you a little. You should be prepared. Exactly. Exactly. Like, don't don't expect for the best, but also don't expect for the worst. You should you should be okay with a nice even middle ground. You know. So if someone tells you, "Hey, this sucks," then okay, thanks. I'll do better next time. Hey, this is great. Perfect. I'll do it again. Exactly, you know what I mean? exactly. And what's bad about those people, they think you're gonna they think you're biased. They want a bias uh feedback. They want bias you know, they want they want everybody to like it, but that's not reality. It's almost like 
don't want a fantasy to come to life and it can't happen. Yeah, you can't just get the positive without getting a little bit of negative. Exactly, exactly. And even so, in real life, people people are gonna tell you that something's wrong. You know, you should, you should repair it and be okay with it. I'll blow up with someone's face just because. So what if there's one bad thing about it? That's the end of the world. This world is an interesting place, isn't it? I couldn't agree more. <laughs> it is. It will continue to be, as long as we have people like them. <laughs> yes. Uh Man, this is going better than I thought it was. <laughs> or thought it would. <laughs> it's more conversational than I was expecting. I, I love it. Oh, really? Wait, did you expect me to be one of those interviews that just repetitively asks questions? Did you expect that? I wasn't expecting that. Uh, it's just... I was... How do I say this? It's not necessarily that I was expecting that from you. It's the whole preparing yourself for the worst. You know what Aww. I mean? So, so that you won't so that you won't be upset with the outcome. That it's just that. That makes that makes a lot of sense. It does it makes sense. Um sometimes I do that. I do that really that very badly because I also think too much ahead so it's exactly what you said but I take it up an extra level because I literally um always like think ahead like like literally like, yeah. like that plus 10 I hear you preach it yes sir <laughs> hey I love this too and Oh wait a minute, wait a minute. We should clarify this for a sec. You have children. You know, on your Twitter it says father too. So you actually have children. Yes. Wow. You got to spill the yes. beans. What the what the hell happened? What do you mean? <laughs> uh, you don't look like a two kids kind of guy. I mean, you look. Like, you're not... Are you even around 30 to have kids yet? No, I'm I'm turning 23 on the first. Then how... Um, wait a minute. That makes no sense. How do you have kids when you're... Before 25? That makes no sense unless you and your wife had something going and you were still <laughs> in high school. Did that happen? I, he came in and no. okay. he did the sex. So... He did that sex thing he did in high school. no i no i didn't uh so my wife and i um we got together uh while she was trying to get out of a very bad relationship and uh, a very bad marriage i should say um i won't go too far into details about what happened but um she already had a kid at that point. And I met her when our daughter was two years old. 
And the day, uh, the day that I met them, uh, first off, my wife and I, we met online. Uh, we met on a platform called Plenty of Fish, POF. Um, and on our first date, we met up at a park. Um, the night before, she said, hey, I'm sorry, I couldn't uh, set up a, um, I couldn't set up anybody to watch my kid. Is it okay if she comes along with us? And I was like, absolutely. I love children. They're awesome. Um, the only thing is I don't have a car seat. Is that fine? It's like, yeah, it's fine. Because the park that we met up at was only like a few blocks away from the restaurant that we went to. Um, but anyways, so we met up, got her all situated, and then we went to the place, uh, a little place called Blaze Pizza. It's a fast fire pizza place, uh, where you build your own, and then they put it in the oven for like five minutes, and then it comes out, and there you go. Little personal pan stuff. Um, but yeah, uh. She had pizza sauce all over her face, and I took her into the bathroom, and I cleaned her up. And when we left, she, at two years old, on the first day that we met, okay, keep that in mind, she reached up for my hand and said, Daddy Hand. And at that point, I... I didn't know how to feel, you know, like I didn't know what the whole situation was at the time about my wife and her ex-husband. I didn't know if, because I knew that I wanted to be a father. So of course I, I'm going to be ecstatic about that, that someone would even consider calling me daddy. But I was confused because I didn't know if I should feel good about that because of the situation. So I just kind of rolled with it. And uh, I took them back home. And then when I drove back home, I thought about it. And I, I felt really good about it. Like, I, I've always wanted that. I've always wanted someone to call me daddy. It, it's the, it's an extremely great feeling to be able to have someone who relies on you <laughs> for the next 18 years. I, I know it sounds like a life sentence, but it's the best life sentence you could ever have. Uh, she is six now. My wife and I, we have been together for four years, married for a little over one year. It's actually going to be our four-year anniversary in March. And then our uh, two-year anniversary is in November for being married. And then uh, we had a kid together. He uh, admittedly is three. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's going to be he's going to be three in March, so you know what happened there. But they're 
They're two little pistols. I, I like to say that they're they're two little pistols, but they ain't no six shooters. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're great. I wouldn't have um, it any other way. Okay, that's adorable, first of all. And to even call you daddy and you guys weren't <laughs> even married yet, like, that was a sign, like, you were going to automatically be, you know, her father because... She apparently wanted you to be with them, apparently. Like, I, I figured out the sign, like, she wanted you to be with them. Like, even though she was young at the time, it, in her head, she just wanted to be with you, which I would not be surprised. I, if I was in her shoes, I, I would do it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. She's a great kid. Surely is. I'm so good. I'm so happy for you. And... Congrats on the anniversary, the anniversaries. That's that's really cool. And that's that's really exciting too, because anniversaries are so nice. I mean any kind of anniversary is nice. The only thing that I don't like about it is that people go too yeah. far with celebrating it. I've seen people have gigantic parties or they would buy cruise ships or they would go on a cruise getaway, like I don't know. That just seems a lot for me. Nope. We, uh, we like to keep things down low. Um, we mostly keep to ourselves and, uh, we'll probably go out to eat or something, but that's about it. Exchange presents. But yeah, that's Thank God. That's all. Thank God. I not want to go on your Twitter and find <laughs> you both dressed up at a bachelor party. <laughs> <laughs> no, that no, that ain't us. We're we're a little Thank more low down. Thank the Lord. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. And I'm actually curious to know: um, Has any of your children actually listened to your music, or has listened to your you know production? Have they listened to that yet, or are you gonna wait until they're older? No, actually, uh, they love to be there while I'm working. Uh, I don't. I don't like it when they're there because then I can't think. I can't process what's going on. But they do love to listen to my music. Um, they both uh, they both know how to headbang. Uh, and they dance around and headbang to my music and stuff. Um, actually... So I finished another song uh, after Where the Skies End, and that's going to be coming out in June. It'll be June 11th, um, and that song is called Wonderland. And I started that with my daughter. Uh, I brought my computer downstairs, and I said, hey, do you want to you work on something with me? And she's like, sure. So I got everything set up, hooked up to the, um, uh, what's it called? Living room TV. And I kind of laid something out real quick. And she really enjoyed it. And I played it on a loop for a little bit. And she was just dancing like no other. And I decided to go ahead and finish it on my own. So, yeah, there's... There's another little thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Wow. 
June 11th. Exciting, exciting. That's really, that's really dope. That's even a perfect time for your album. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, amazing. Wow. And it's so adorable that they love your music. Uh, I can tell why you can't focus. If your kids are there, like, you're going to be thinking about them. You can't focus on you if they're there. Oh, yeah. I, I, I have to pay too much, too much attention to them. <laughs> no kidding. You know yeah, I mean? absolutely. Especially now, especially the little, and it's even more adorable if they're little because you're thinking about them a lot more. Yeah. And that is very cute. Do they do they go to the studio with yep. you, or they just you know just hang out in the car and you know you just play your songs like on a speaker? I uh. I typically just played in the car for them, but every once in a while, uh, they come up to the bedroom while I'm working, and they want to listen to whatever I'm working on, so, and I'm okay with that, but, yeah. You're both sides, like, you're like, I'm okay with that, but it's like, come on kids, it's time to get out of here, I'm working. I'm I'm okay with it if they're just there for a few minutes and they want to listen to it. What if it's an hour? But I don't like it. Well, if it's an hour, then that's an hour wasted. I could have spent it on the song. <laughs> Come on, you gotta tell those kids after an hour. You gotta but, be like, "Yep, yeah, it's time for y'all to go." Come on, you gotta be strict with them a little bit at least. Yeah. Yeah. I. I'm trying to find that balance. <laughs> Aww. Well, you're pretty good at balancing, so I wouldn't. So you're pretty handled for that. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, I totally get. I interviewed dads before. You're not the. You're not the first person you interview. You won't be the last person who's a dad who's also a musician. So you you. Like, you would not be surprised how many stories I could tell you with all the dads that I've done. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, all like you, they all had younger kids that loved their music, and they would go in the car, and it'd be so adorable. I would look at their Instagrams, and they would post pictures of their kids in the car listening to their music. It'd be adorable. <laughs> It's it's nice driving and then looking in the rearview mirror and then I see my son nodding his head, <laughs> kind of a little haphazardly, not quite to the beat. He's just <laughs> nodding his head because that's what oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> if you could be the next musician, if you could be next. Uh. Uh, maybe. Um, I have a feeling that 
if he were to be a musician, he might want to be a drummer because he loves beating things. Oh my god, did you just pop them hands? Um, <laughs> but... No, okay. So, he has these little McDonald's toys that are, uh, they're shaggy bobbleheads. And I have a video on my phone of him. Uh, he had one in each hand, and he's just walk- walking around the living room, just shake a shake a shake a shake a shake a shake And then he starts banging them, like banging the heads against each other and stuff. And he loves that. He loves making noise. Anything that has to do with noise is his favorite thing in the world. Um, Elena, she might want to be a singer. Um, because she she loves to sing. She loves, um, she loves putting a melody to whatever she's saying or whatever she's trying to learn. Like she loves to sing the alphabet. Um, and the you know the the cleanup song yeah. from kindergarten. Clean up, clean up, everybody everywhere. Yeah, she loves to sing that song too. Um, I, they, they might, they might be uh, musicians when they grow up. I, I wouldn't be surprised because they've been around it the, yeah. their entire life. But that'd be so cute, though. What if you and your siblings collaborated on a song? Wouldn't that be so cute? Yeah. Yeah, that would. That'd be like be fun. Best experience ever to have your kids on a song with you. Like, God, I don't know. Like, if I felt like that, I'd probably be dead by now. Cause like, not dead. Like, almost be like soaked in tears. Like, like happy tears. I'd be soaked with tears because of hearing them actually, like, doing it. Like, that's very sweet. Man, I, I have this image going through my head right now. Um, Bryce playing drums. Uh, I've already learned how to play guitar at this point. And Elena is singing. And we're all playing... Uh, uh, oh, what's the song? It's by uh, Fall Out Boy. Uh, Am I more than you want bargain for yet? Oh, what, what is that song? What is that song? I can't think of it, but whatever. Um, but yeah, that I got that image going. Where did that right come now. from? <laughs> I don't know. It just you talking about uh, if my kids are gonna be musicians when they're I over. Mean, I envision it too. I was envisioning it when we were talking about it. I've never seen them, but I envision them, you know, actually performing with you. And hopefully, though, that works out. And, you know, because I've never seen that happen in real life where, you know, a parent actually played with their kids. Like, um, that would be a dream come true, at least for me to see. That'd be exciting to see that comes away. So hopefully, that could happen. I'm excited. I'm. I'd be pretty darn like, surprised as hell if that happens. 
Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Here, uh, let me. Um, um, this is in addition to the kids, actually. So, how are they taken care of while you're at work and school? Like, how are, how's their lives, you know? Like, how does the family work when you have a lot going on? So, my wife stays home. Um, she does not have a job yet. Um, which I'm completely fine with. Uh, it, it would make things way too hectic anyways. Um, and then her best friend also lives with us. Uh, she's actually lived with us about oh. as long as we've been <laughs> together. But um, we have no... We, we have no problem with it. She is an amazing person. She does extremely well with the kids. Um... She she loves to clean. It's her happy place. Uh, she loves to do the dishes. Um, which, I mean, we wouldn't have a problem doing ourselves, but, you know, having a little extra help is always nice. Mm -hmm. You know Absolutely. what I mean? And hey, you're so lucky. I have to do everything my, myself. I don't, I don't bunk with somebody. That'd be so... That's so nice that you get to have a built-in friend that's there. Like, does she, like... Like, so she's that person that hangs with them when you and your wife have work. So she's, like, at the nanny almost. Yeah, but like I said, my wife doesn't work. Or at least not yet. Um, but she takes Elena to the school bus. Um, and then... My wife, um, she goes and picks her up. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, things feel pretty even. I, I can't complain. Um, how could you? You have a very good life going. There's no way you could complain. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I mean, wow. Like, even I'm, you know, I like having kids. Look so cute, and the picture you just sent me—they look, they look kind of like you. I've never seen your face, but um, I saw a little bit of your beard, um, and I kind of saw a picture, almost sort of. They look just like you. They look so cute. <laughs> Thanks. They're they're little pistols. I I love them to death. Full of energy. Oh, I just squeeze them so much. There you go. <laughs> yeah, right. it's official. They look just <laughs> like you. Yeah, yeah. It. I'm pretty happy about that with um with both of them. They uh. Bryce is a little mini me too. He. Oh my gosh, he is such a fatty. He he loves food. Oh my and God. I love food. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he he's just kidding? about oh it. Oh god. Um still working on Yeah, 
he uh he we're still working on vegetables, but um the kid's three years old, and the other day uh my wife made something that was a little spicy on accident. Elena, she hates spicy food, but Bryce, he took one bite and he had no problem with it. So we know that he's going to like spicy food when he gets older. Um, He loves Mexican food. He loves Chinese. He loves burgers. He loves everything under the sun. Pizza. Oh, gosh. Cereal. Dude. The the kid is a walking mini vacuum. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that kind of strikes his trouble because if he really does eat anything, that means you can't do any mixtures. Like sometimes, like people would have mixtures in like the bottles of, or they would just you know try to mix food. Like you can't mix food. Like that's a little bit of trouble area. But hey, I appreciate anybody that likes eating. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. We we it gets to the point though where we actually have to um we have to do the opposite of what normal what normally has to happen. Like with Elena, we have to encourage her to eat more. With Bryce, we have to tell him to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, God, I love that kid. I love both. I know. I love, Bryce is probably my favorite so far. Like, and their hair looks exactly like your beard. I don't know. Lana's hair looks exactly like your beard. It has the same color as I don't know if you notice in the pictures, but they it's the same hair as you know. It's the same color as your beard. Like, no, that's insane. Yeah, the. The uh, the pictures don't uh, represent reality that well, but um, but yeah, I, they I see what you mean. They have a nice blonde, which you kind of have blonde, you know, except kind of brown. But they have a lot of relation. Yeah. Yep. They're my babies, no doubt. It, it's written in stone now. Like it's written in stone. They're yours. Like I. I can't find any more copies of you like like they're copies like they're with you for life <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah they are they're with you at all times <laughs> aside from those miracles and those um oh lovelies your music is just as love it's just you know it's equal as your kids like really really the music's almost like um, your very own, like, even, like, on social media, you're pushing your new single out, almost like you would do with actual children, like, you know, pushing them forward, like, you're doing that with music, like, that's impressive. Yeah, I, I'd love to be able to, um, to put them on social media, but, um, I've done it before, and it backlashed, so I, I'm doing my best to try and keep photos out. There was a, there was one time I, I posted a picture 
of Bryce on Reddit. And someone out of the blue commented, Yeet the child. Wait, did I don't he say know why. Yeet or eat the child? Um, but I. Y E E T. What the yeet. hell is that supposed to mean? Well, either. Well, most people, when they say yeet, that's like they're throwing something. So I took it as throw the child. And I, I did not take too kindly to that. I expressed my um, dislike of that comment, and they just pressed it even harder. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not posting pictures of my kids ever again. At least not until they're older, when they have their own. I mean, hey, I totally, presence. I totally get it. I mean, God, that's why on the show, like, I don't show their faces, or I don't put. I'll put images of people, or I don't even ask for any photos, because, cause, you know, people do that. Like, people are rude and disrespectful, and, you know, they shame people. Like, like trust me, I totally get it. You know, I don't blame you for not using Instagram. It's, like, it's, you know, they got, it's privacy. Like, I totally, you know, get privacy. I mean, I'm in there for over two years. Like, I totally, totally get you know where you're coming from and I respect what you're doing like and I mean that's like a that's like very mature of you yeah of I course. appreciate I that mean, thank you like like I'm totally fine Instagram's like probably Instagram and TikTok are two in my opinion you know they're good but they're also very bad they're also they're like very very good high level good but also very high level bad so like it's kind of 50 50 with them with using them if that makes sense yeah yeah i i hear you but hey i'm glad you're taking big steps i'm glad you're taking you know steps in which needed um you obviously are taking big steps you have new singles coming out and the album's coming in the summer so you know, congrats on that. Congrats, you know, for being honest with us about, you know, your life and what's going on. Like, to me, I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, no problem. I I, I love to be upfront. I I have no BS policy. No kidding. <laughs> you all you all about the seriousness. You all about getting it done. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah. And again, like, I'm excited, you know, for a new single to come out. I'm excited for all the new music coming. I, I'm i grateful that you were here to talk with us. Um, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you were here um, to tell us all about it. And now I have you and your best friend on the show. Now that's something, I, now that's something exciting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I... I love that. Um, I love that interview that you did with Rev. He uh, he's a great guy. Um, he, I don't know where I'd be without him, honestly. He uh, he inspires me with a lot of things, and I inspire him with a lot of things. So uh, we we feed off of each other, and uh, it's great. Love having he's a him wonder, around. all right. And 
I realized listening back to the interview, like, you guys have so much relation. You guys almost look like, look like brothers for Pete's sake. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, we definitely looked more similar when I was younger, when I was thinner, that's for sure. And didn't have facial hair. Even so, you still look pretty good with facial hair. Yeah, of course. Thank you, I appreciate that. I mean, you wear glasses, that's a plus. I love nerds and I love glasses, so you get a plus because you you wear glasses and I love glasses. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh. Real quick question for you. Which is better? Star, Star Wars, Wars or, or Star, Star Trek? Trek? Um, I'm going to have to go with Star Wars because, like, um... Think, like, I've known Star Wars, like, most of my childhood, because literally, um, like, everywhere Star Wars is everywhere, and the kids, like, by my age, wouldn't stop, sh wouldn't stop shutting up about it, um, they would not, they would, like, Star Trek, I've heard about it, I've watched a little bit, um, not as impressed and not as, you know, interesting as Star Wars, like, I watched a bunch of movies about it, I've seen the spin-offs of it, and they're always exciting, and, you know, it's always good to talk about people. I've asked, have you guys, any of you guys watch Star Trek? And they say nothing. So that already proves, that, that already says it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, you, you yes, chose sir. the correct answer. <laughs> um, I, I love, I love them both. But the reason why I love Star Wars more is because it's a dystopia instead of a utopia like Star Trek. And with it being dark and dingy and there's problems in the universe and somebody has to fix it, I, I love that idea instead of there's this perfect idea of a universe that this perfect idea of a group of people i guess i should say that goes to try and fix the universe to make it perfect i i'm not the hugest fan of that but man i, I do love star wars so yeah i am a I nerd. love it we're both nerds yay <laughs> Yeah, but I just awesome. so you know if you're on my show, if you wear glasses and, and you're a nerd, you get a plus from me. You get a plus. Perfect. Hey, big props to you and your new music. Thank you again for taking Count's time out to do this. And the fans are going to get a special surprise for, the, for your showcase bit. I'm excited for them to hear what you got from them. So that'll be exciting to hear after the segment. That'll be exciting. Um, but again, thank you so much. It means a lot to me to do this. Yeah. No problem. Uh, thank you for having me. We, uh, we had a really great discussion. Oh, I, uh, I'm so glad. I had a lot that. of fun. And just so you guys know, he actually came to me and I wanted one, by the way. it's He wasn't one of those that I just begged him to come on here. Like, he actually wanted to come here. So, like, it's even, like, it, this is even better than I thought it was going to be. What can I say? I love to talk. <laughs> <laughs>
Hello, everybody. Thank you guys so much for joining us tonight as we dove into a wonderful podcast episode. Now, in this following segment, you will get a chance to hear this artist's showcase because every artist that comes on the show requires to do a showcase. So buckle up, get some popcorn, and enjoy the showcase. I hope you guys love it. And check out the artist when you get a chance to. Hope you guys love it. Enjoy. Enjoy.